Tiki Hut Media. Pop the top on your favorite beer or whatever you drink from Tiki Hut Media. This is Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Hey there from Tiki Hut Media Production Studio 1A in Northwest Tennessee. Grace, peace, cheers. Welcome into Soul Ramblings. I'm Jerry. So glad you could join us today. Got a beer in my hand and ready to talk about complaining. We'll also talk about call waiting. A couple of things coming up on today's episode. I want you to head over to the Soul Ramblings podcast Substack page. We got a link in the show notes of this episode. And be sure to put your email in the box thingy there. Most of the time, you'll be glad you did so. But <laughs> I understand no one, me included, wants to get more email every week. I appreciate the privilege of you inviting me into your valuable inbox space and your headspace as well. As a free subscriber, it's absolutely free. You won't have to worry about missing anything here because you'll get updates in your inbox, including blog posts that we do, the Sunday Ramblings devotionals each and every week, and alerts when a new episode of the podcast drops. You can even listen to the new episode in your email. Soul Ramblings Podcast is listener-supported, so if you can afford it, would you please consider a paid subscription to help keep us going? I would really appreciate it. It's only $5 a month or $50 a year. If you cannot afford it, no explanation is needed, no worries. Continue to read, listen, and engage for free. Either way, free or paid subscription, you can always see and hear everything. So subscribe on our Substack page, grab a beer, come on in, everybody's welcome, and I want to thank you for being here. I've been asked many times over the years how I was called into ministry, and I've always struggled with how to tell this story because it wasn't a one-time event. It kind of happened over a period of time. Uh, I mean, I really want something more than that. I want trumpets. I want to tell a story of trumpets sounding one morning and a scroll rolling down from the ceiling and a voice announcing in thundering uh, tone, Jerry, go into ministry. But it didn't happen like that. It was a much quieter call. So quiet, in fact, that no one else could have heard it. And the truth is, if I hadn't had people along the way, Beth, my wife included in that, uh, that helped me, if they had not tuned my radio to that particular frequency, I probably wouldn't have heard it either. And when I told the, uh, the Board of Ordained Ministry when I was in Florida, when they were asking me about my call, I just told them as Eli was to Samuel, so... These people were to me, helping me to hear and answer God's call. But what if these people were wrong? What if Beth was wrong? What if it wasn't God calling me at all? What if they just saw in me the kind of gifts that could be used in ministry and asked me to consider that possibility? What if those same gifts could be used to sell shoes? Those kinds of questions can keep you up at night, especially if it's been a hard day in the ministry, selling shoes can begin to look pretty appealing. 
And if you don't have a rock-solid sense of conviction about your call, you may begin to waver. You say things like, maybe God didn't call me after all. Maybe it was just my imagination. I have said that to myself. Maybe I should try something else. Years ago, I read a news article about yet another pastor who had failed his congregation, had an affair, run off with the church organist. We've heard that story many, many times. And I just had the thought, if it's God who calls people into ministry, why does he call some good ones and some bad ones? Why doesn't he call just the good ones? And I mean, that, that was a legitimate question. And I thought about it, and thought about it, prayed about it. And I remember jotting down something I'd heard somebody say, I wish I'd have written down who said this and what the context was around me hearing it. But I jotted this down years ago. Maybe it's not that God calls some good ministers and some bad ones. Maybe God calls all of us and has to make do with the ones who say yes. It was a radical, probably heretical thought, but I couldn't stop thinking about that and, and believing that. And that thought continued with me as I continued to ponder, what if God calls all of us and has to make do with the ones who say yes? And I told a pastor friend of mine about that, and he said, oh, great. Now, if I don't become a minister, it means I'm saying no to God? That couldn't be right. Surely God isn't calling every person in the world to full-time vocational ministry, as we call it. I mean, the pulpit would get real crowded <laughs> if that were the case. But in a broader sense, could we assume that God is calling every person in the world to himself, to some kind of service, and waiting to see what their response will be? I mean, what is God calling me to do? Where is God calling me to go? Where do I belong? These questions have circled back to the center of my prayers many, many times during my life. What does God want from me? It's a question we all ask. Not once and for all, but throughout our entire lives. Should I get a job or go back to school, get ordained or do lay ministry, teach or preach, work in another country or closer to home, get married, stay single, have a family, join a community? What I tell others who ask this question and remind myself with surprising conviction is this. God has a very special role for you to fulfill. God wants you to stay close to his heart and to let him guide you. You'll know what you are called to do when you have to know it. New vocations are full of promise. Something very important is in store for us. There's a hidden treasure to discover. You know, the whole law, Paul said, is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. He said that in Galatians chapter 5. For years, I kept hearing that it's necessary for Christians to witness for Christ, but since I assumed this means aggressively confronting non-Christians, troubled me. It is not in my nature to tell someone about Christ in a confrontational manner. I'm less troubled, however, when I remember the idea of reflecting Christ's love. We should think of ourselves as a mirror, reflecting Christ's love to others through our actions. I found comfort in knowing that Others can see God's love if I give Christ the credit for the love I express, whether face-to-face -face or in my writing or on this podcast. Sharing love is a way of preaching the gospel. Every one of us has the calling to share God's love with others. This is our ultimate purpose in life. Sharing with others is serving others. 
We give to others what we receive from God. We are serving God by serving humanity, and our actions confirm our beliefs. We have the ability to be snarky, to demean others, and to bully. More and more people, however, seem to be doing more and more of these things more and more of the time. And what's especially disheartening is that this fundamental shift seems to be led by our leaders. But just because we can treat others badly doesn't mean we should. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's because the most important issue is never what we have the right to do. It's always what God wants us to do. And what God wants is very clear. Love your neighbor as yourself. God is not the kind to force us into his church or into his kingdom or into his service or into his heaven. He calls, he waits, he calls, he waits. Some of us hear his voice and say yes. Some of us hear his voice and say no. Some of us keep listening and find that God keeps calling, always calling, calling us into deeper relationship and more faithful service and always waiting to see if we'll say yes or no. If you can tune your radio to that frequency, I think you'll hear him calling you as he called Samuel in Samuel chapter 3. And if you are very brave, you can answer just like Samuel did. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. We'll be right back after this short break. Some moms travel miles for a present. But Cash's mom traveled the country for her child's life. To St. Jude. Yep. Cash was diagnosed in California with a rare cancer. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital tailored a special treatment just for him. Our research helps save kids everywhere. Want to do lunch? Well, someone is feeling a lot better. Go to stjude.org or shop wherever you see the St. Jude logo. So Ramblin's podcast is a Tiki Hut Media production, and Tiki Hut Media is an emergent podcast and commercial audio production service. The production team believes in freedom of expression and the power of communication, and they make it easy to do great podcasting because it's your voice and their expertise. Focus on the content and leave the production to Tiki Hut Media. Everything they build is your property, so you have 100% command over the content. Launch captivating podcasts effortlessly and efficiently. Build an influential brand presence through consistent and compelling podcasts. Reach your audience consistently, driving dynamic engagement and expansion. And it's very easy. This is how they help you. They take your recorded audio, turn it into a final episode that sounds clean, professional, and broadcast ready. They help you take your podcast from initial idea through its first episodes and even beyond. They will be a collaborative partner with you throughout and make your podcast journey an enjoyable and rewarding one. They offer 100% custom production service, a unique show producer, and solidify your authority and credibility. And your podcast will be syndicated on many, many platforms. Find out more today. Go to TikiHutMedia.com. TikiHutMedia.com. They produce this podcast, and they would love to produce your podcast. Hear the difference with Tiki Hut Media Productions. Link is in the show notes of this episode. TikiHutMedia.com. You know, I, I cringe to admit this. A lot of times I 
admit things to you that cause me to just cringe. I don't like admitting these things, but I fall into this habit. Maybe you do too, of complaining just about to anyone who will listen. And it, it makes me even saying it makes me sound like a whiny three-year-old, which if I'm being honest is true. Sometimes I act like a spiritual three-year-old. I complain about dishes that have piled up in the kitchen. I complain about traffic. I complain about the weather. And especially during this time of year, I do not like cold weather. (laughs) It was one of the cons, you know, when you're making a decision, you make a pros and a cons list, or at least I do. And one of the cons about moving to Tennessee was winter. I did not want to be here during winter. And I've been complaining about it. You name it, though, I've probably complained about it in some form or fashion. Complaining, griping, whining, whatever you want to call it, it's a spiritual problem. And the problem is not actually the weather. The problem is not the backup of traffic or whatever. The problem is how I see the world. Because when I put myself at the center of the world, everything that isn't tailor-made to my desires becomes something I can complain about. I see these things as an inconvenience or an annoyance, all because I'm setting myself at the center of my life. Now hear me, I'm not talking about dealing with the very real, very sobering, very heart-riching realities that millions of people in the world face every day. Horrible things are happening in this country and around the world And as Christians, we are called to attend to the hurting and poor and to offer help that is both spiritual and tangible. Those things deserve true grieving and tears and a mighty response of compassion. Complaining about life and seeking justice for genuine wrongs are two different things. That's not what this is all about. This is about the daily complaints that I say and many of us say in our regular lives as we go throughout our day. I'm not trying to make myself or anyone else feel guilty about what is called first world problems because most of us who are listening to this right now will never face starvation or genocide. But what we will face is our own lives and how we respond to our own lives matters to God because it's the only life we can live. And so this is where I've got to turn to the truth of a different reality. One where I'm not the sun and that everything else is circling around. The Bible tells me about this different reality, about a king and his kingdom. And it tells me that I am decidedly not the center of this world. 1 Corinthians 4, 7 asks the question, what do you have that you did not receive? And to that question, I got a reply, nothing. Complain about my job? That's a gift from God. I got a car that has broken down, needs repairs. That car is a gift from God. It transports us to where we need to go safely and quickly. They are gifts from God. All of it, a gift. And when I see it from that perspective, I don't have any room for complaining. Yeah, there are many difficult days in this life we live, but everything we have are gifts from a generous God. Because James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So when the traffic slows or the weather freezes or the dishes pile up, I have a choice. 
I can see myself at the center of the world and complain about everything that doesn't make my life easier, or I can acknowledge the truth that I am not on any throne, but that the king who has given me everything I have, even my heart beating in my chest, it's a gift. So here's what I can offer instead of complaining. Thankfulness, gratefulness, and praise. Be sure to get social with us on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook and Instagram pages are listed. Links to those are listed in the show notes of this episode. Go over there and like those pages, follow those pages, and you can engage with us on those pages as well. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at soulramblingspodcast at gmail.com. Wherever you're listening today, whether you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Pandora, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, wherever you're listening, Audible, Amazon Music, lots of places you can listen to Soul Ramblings Podcast. Wherever you're listening today, be sure to click subscribe and you won't miss a new episode of Soul Ramblings Podcast. I want to thank you for the gift and privilege of your time today. And we end every episode of Soul Ramblings with my favorite Bible verse, Philippians 4.8. And today I'm reading a slide. This is a bit of a different translation. A few weeks ago, we were at church. A lady who is of Native American descent read the scripture for us. She read from a translation I didn't really know existed. And I did a little research on it and found that it is the First Nations translation or First Nations version. If you haven't heard of it before, the First Nations version recounts the creator story, the Christian scriptures, following the tradition of native storytellers, oral cultures. This way of speaking with its simple yet profound beauty and rich cultural idioms still resonates in the hearts of First Nations people today. And we have a link to the First Nations version in the show notes of this episode. If you have the Version Bible app, it's also available there. It's only available for New Testament the indigenous translation of the New Testament. But it is interesting reading. I invite you to go check it out. And this is Philippians 4.8 in the First Nations version of the New Testament. Actually, instead of Philippians, the First Nations calls this book Small Man to the Sacred Family in Village of Horses. And verse 8, chapter 4, verse 8 says this, Last of all, my sacred family members, If anything can be seen as good and honorable, think deeply about these things, things that are true and noble, upright and pure, full of beauty and worthy of respect. We'll see you next week on Soul Ramblings Podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm Jerry Wicker. Grace, peace, cheers. Thanks for listening to Soul Ramblings with Jerry Wicker. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe and be sure to leave us a rating and review. Soul Ramblings is a Tiki Hut Media production. Music